Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast long on truth for the race to know Jesus. The Doctrine of the Bible, Episode 15, The Inspiration of Scripture. We're going to begin with one final objection to the inerrancy of Scripture. That is the argument that we give that they are without error. And then we're going to move on to the inspiration of Scripture. So one final objection we would share that is against the inerrancy of Scripture is, hey, we don't have the manuscripts anymore. We don't have the original handwritten manuscripts. So when you talk about an inerrant Bible, which is based on those, it's just misleading. It's useless. It's just a a hedge because we can't really ever prove the inerrancy of those original manuscripts. Well, here's a response to that. If the original was in error, it undercuts the authority of the Bible we have today. If copies have errors, and they do, these are the mistakes of men. But if the originals have errors, these, by the Bible's own admission, would be the mistakes of God. The Bible claims to be without error and 100% reliable. And Jesus claimed that in John 10.35 where he said, Scripture cannot be broken. It cannot be proven false. We're going to go with Jesus. An important note, someone has said for over 99% of the words in our Bibles, we know we have the words of the original manuscripts because there are so many existing manuscripts to compare. Even where there are variants, words or letters that are different from manuscript to manuscript, it is easy to determine which choice is correct. That is, which variant is correct. In the very few places where there is significant uncertainty about what the original text said, and they are few, the general sense of the sentence is usually quite clear from the context, plus We know where all of these uncertainties are located, so we should thank God for those whose ministry is actually to note all of these differences and uncertainties. Therefore, for most purposes, our present manuscripts are the same as the original, and so the doctrine of inerrancy directly concerns the copies and our present translations as well. Now, the inspiration of Scripture. Let's begin with a somewhat long but very important definition that comes from René Pache, the French theologian. And he writes, The influence exercised by the Holy Spirit on the writers of the Old and New Testaments in order that they might proclaim and set down in an exact and authentic way the messages received from God, that is, inspiration. This influence from the Holy Spirit guided them even to the extent of their use of words that they might be kept from all error and omission. A key verse here, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. Don't you love these two verses? All scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. This verse tells us every scripture is inspired. It comes from God. He uses men, yes, but the source is God. And it is the scriptures, that is the words themselves, which are inspired, not just the thoughts they're supposed to communicate. We'll talk more about that. 
the inspired scriptures, according to 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, are profitable for, first of all, teaching, laying a foundation of divine truth, for reproof, that is, they produce conviction, they refute, they dispel error, for correction, they lead the wandering child of God back into the right path that goes along the foundation of his own truth, and they warn him with the love and the authority of the Lord himself. And then instruction and righteousness, they build up and they establish the believer. The scriptures do that. The inspired scriptures do. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.